to listen to the Left Traffic Podcast. What is up, Left Traffic Nation? Welcome to episode 294 of the Left Traffic Podcast. I am your host, the Professor Brandon Crowd. Hope you all had a great weekend. We are down to just six shows before episode 300. I cannot believe it. So much to do, so much to talk about. As I mentioned last week on the show, from here on out, uh, it's dedicated to you guys because, uh, hey, it's we got six more shows. This is the sixth season of the podcast, and, and we're going to count it down to episode 300. Get to talk to you guys. Um, haven't done any listener show, call-in shows this season, and uh, that kind of played into it here. So going to talk to you guys, going to talk to some people that have, have helped the podcast over these last six years, over these last what will be 300 episodes, uh, and have some fun. I hope you guys enjoy it. Got giveaways. Oh, we've got, I got hats. I'm giving away a hat, a t-shirt, and some good stuff tonight, and I will have some more giveaways uh, throughout the rest of episode or the uh, last six episodes here of season six to three hundred. Um, and hey, if you want to buy a hat, they're available. Uh, you know, as well as t-shirts, all that good stuff. If you just have to have some lap traffic merch, uh, there's t-shirts on the website. You want a hat? Shoot me a DM. And uh, I'll get you taken care of. So there's there's the shameless plugs. Uh, hope you all had a great weekend. I was in Philly this weekend. And oh, oh my God. Friday night. Yes, you hear the Undertaker's music playing. Went to the One Dead Man show. Got to meet the Undertaker. Got a picture with him. I mean, life. I mean, I'm seven years old Saturday morning watching Wrestling Superstar and Challenge. Watching the Undertaker you know, pin some jobber in the ring and put him in a body bag. And like, what am I watching? And to grow up as a wrestling fan, to watch The Undertaker for 30 years perform in the ring and just appreciate the 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 dedication to, to professional wrestling, to the character, all of that. And to be able to go and see him by himself, two hours telling stories, interacting with the crowd, having such a great time. My cousin texts me over Labor Day week and he's like, dude, you want to go? And I'm like, hell yeah, let's go see The Undertaker. Uh, then we went to Extreme Rules on Saturday and just had an absolute blast. Bray Wyatt returned. I cannot talk enough about how awesome this past weekend was. So um, I'll wrap with that. Otherwise, I will do two hours on how awesome uh the undertaker show was i told my wife i and i have dragged her to quite a few wrestling shows over the years but i'm like listen if the undertaker does this here in detroit we are going it will be a blast you will love it so there's that um all right back to nascar let's do let's circle uh we've got we got tyler riddick stuff to talk about we got cole costner stuff to talk about are you kidding me with this i'll get to that here uh in just a little bit and tonight like I said, uh, we're counting down to episode 300 for the rest of the season. We're going to mix in. Uh, I'm going to mix in you guys. And tonight uh, we've got Mike Henry, who was a contest winner with At Atlanta Racing. Uh, Jason Majewski. Uh, Janice is going to be on. And we've got some more lined up for next week, which is awesome. So 
That's what's going to be on. I got Brian Newdorf as well. I am going to talk about Tyler Reddick and Cole Custer for my part of the race recap portion of the show. Um, lucky dog, lap down picks. And who made the final eight in lap traffic fantasy? All that and more. Uh, let's let's get things rolling. Let's get our first guest on the line, and that is Jason. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, to kick off the uh, fan participation, if you will, for the next five episodes, uh, he's a fellow Michigander, and he is joining, making his first time on the show. You can follow him on Twitter at JASTONE29. It's Jason Majewski. Jason, what's up, brother? How are you? I'm pretty good. Awesome, man. Well, listen, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for kicking things off uh, for all of the listeners, followers that are going to be on the show. There's, I've got the rest of the shows booked, uh, but if anybody still wants to uh, pop on, uh, let me know. I'm happy to squeeze you in. Um, Jason, man, um, you recently just found the show right towards the uh, end of last year or something, I think it was. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Well, uh, glad you found us. What part of Michigan are you in? Uh, Grand Rapids area. Grand Rapids. Okay. All right. So do you get over to, uh, do you get to Berlin at all? Uh, not this year. I haven't. Um, I, not, probably been about two years since I've been here. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, listen, man, uh, I say you and I kind of became fans of the sport right around the same time, around 2001. Um, mm -hmm. You know, tell me a little bit about your story on, on how you became a fan and and who your driver is now and, and how things have shaped for you as a fan over the last few years. Well, it was uh, I got this job in 1999 at a local dry ice CO2 company. And my boss at the time, Bob Mooney, huge NASCAR fan, um, I remember uh, being hired there and he's like, uh, asked me if I was an NASCAR fan. And I'm like, nah, I don't what the, I ain't going to watch cars going circles. <laughs> no way. No way, man. <laughs> it didn't take long. And uh, um, so that first year I worked there, I really didn't get into it, but he said, man, just go home The Daytona 500 is coming up. And that was 2001. And uh, he said, just watch it. Just, just don't look, watch the cars, watch everything about it. And, and I did. And, and you know, it, it obviously there was a tragedy that race and that's not why I became a fan. It was, you know, just such a terrific race and watching, you know, how these guys do uh, pit stops and uh, watching, you know, Michael wall trip. And that was his first win. in like, what was it? Four or 500 races. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. And uh, watching him and Dale jr. And then Dale senior running one, two, three coming to the line. And, and, you know, that tragedy happened. And I was like, Holy cow. I mean, we didn't know till later what had happened, but, sure. I was hooked from that point on. So you were like, you're turning in every Sunday from that race on or, or was it a gradual thing for you? No, no. I, from that point on, I was, I was hooked That's awesome. every, every Sunday. Um, I got into Xfinity and truck, truck racing at the same time. I'm not so much into them anymore, but, sure. um, That's then cool. after that happened, it was, uh, you know, they, they had announced that they were going to replace, you know, or not replace, but, you know, put Kevin Harvick in the number 29 white GM Goodrich car. And, um, I remember before the, uh, before that happened, my boss is like, well, now, you know, we, nobody ever expected this to happen. And, but now you got to pick your favorite driver. Yep. 
And he's like, you're not allowed to pick Jeff Gordon. (laughs) (laughs) They weren't Jeff Gordon fans. And I was like, okay, all right. And, you know, in the third race, Kevin beats Jeff Gordon to the line, but you know, just barely. And I was, I have been a Harvick fan since that moment. Awesome. That that was just, you know, exciting to me. And, uh, um, since that moment, that's it. It's always been Kevin Harvick and I, and I've been fans of other drivers too, but uh, that's, that's kind of my number one driver right there. That's awesome. Uh, that's, that's a, that's a great story. It's a great way to get into, uh, the, the sport. I feel like, um, you know, for, for me, it was, a you know, I, 2001, I was a senior in, in high school and I was like, all right, man, I am going to, uh, you know, start doing some fantasy stuff. My uncle ran a, uh, who's in my fantasy league now, but he, he ran a, a league and, you know, I'm like, any way I can, you know, bet some money as a senior in high school, like, let's do it. And I'll not even going to lie, did not watch the first, uh, three races, but it was the third race at Las Vegas where I had Jeff Gordon in his pool and I won and I'm like, Oh, all right, well, this is easy. So, you know, now I start tuning in and then I see the Atlanta race and Kevin Harvick won and learning about what happened with junior. And I'm like, well, Kevin Harvick seems like cocky SOB. I'm a senior in high school. (laughs) So of course I'm a cocky SOB and lo and behold, uh, that's how my fandom with Kevin Harvick started. And, and, you know, um, you know, I really didn't pay too much attention early on to the Xfinity and, and the, or the, you know, Bush series back, you know, all, right. all, all the different, uh, names that our title sponsors have changed over the years. But, um, you know, really as the podcast started growing six years ago, then that's obviously when, you know, you're, you're paying a lot more attention to, to really what's going on. Uh, you're appreciative to anybody that comes on the show. So you start rooting for them and, and, you know, it's, it's just kind of grown from, from there, from a, uh, casual fan to a diehard fan to, I love it. Here we are now, man. So that's, that's, I mean, I was a football junkie before that, you know, I was the lions always disappointed me and I was always kind (laughs) of, you know what? I, I just can't do this no more. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. And my brother right around, he was a, a senior in 2002. Okay. And uh, so he played football in 2001, 2002 for East Kentwood high school. And uh, yeah, he was ranked number one in the, in the state as far as running backs. Um, oh, that's awesome. He was ranked in the top 10 in USA today for running backs. And uh, yeah, those were good times back then. Very cool. Very cool. Um, all right, man. Our, our, you're going to play fantasy next year. That's the big question, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I'm gonna. I, um, I've just had a really busy year. Um, <laughs> uh, my wife took on a lot more responsibility at work, okay. and uh, you know, it, it was just uh, we got. I got my uh, eight-year-old, my youngest, my eight-year-old daughter, and um, also my eight-year-old granddaughter that lives here with us. And uh, oh, very cool. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's it's full busy. House, full house. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, all right. So as a Kevin Harvick fan, as a SHR fan, what, uh, what do you think of them reviewing, uh, this audio transcript from the end of the race to see if there was any collusion done? You know what? I, I, I read up on it, you know, before I, before I talked to you a little bit and I'm like, regardless what the audio says, I mean, if you watch it, it's, it's, I don't know. It, it was a, it was a clean block. He didn't, I mean, he was going into the corner. I mean, if it was around, you know, 
anywhere else, it would probably been different, but he's a teammate. You know, I, I've, I've, I'm, I'm always big on the data and, and, you know, sometimes like Rodney Childers, he'll reply, reply to my, uh, tweets or, you know, like them or whatnot, but he's pretty much ignored my, uh, my request for the speeding data, <laughs> <laughs> you know, on what happened with Kevin and Brad, uh, the week, week before, but, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't. To me, that this is where it, this is where you know. Very rarely does the whole teammate uh, become relevant on the track outside of Daytona, Talladega, and even mm-hmm. then, you, you know, you, you got to be lined up at the right time to to you know be able to help somebody. And then even even still, you know, w- once you you come out of four, you're all going to fan out and try to go for the win, and it it goes right back to to right. the individual. Um, you know, of course, you can share data. And things like that, you know, at the shop. This is one of the rare times to where, you know what? Hey, I, I can help a teammate out, you know, and as as long as it's, you know, if someone's throwing a block, I mean, blocking's part of racing, you know, if that prevented yeah. a, you know, nothing it's wrong not like with that. It's not like he slammed on the brakes, you know, right? <laughs> right. It, you know, it was nowhere near, and I love Clint Boyer, uh, nowhere near as egregious as as what happened there, you know, how what was that? Maybe, God, we got to be talking 10 10 years, 12 years ago now, I think when, when, you know, he was racing with Michael Waltrip racing and that, right. that incident there, you know, to, to help a teammate get, and even then I'm like, Hey, you're, you're helping a teammate out. You know, that's, you know, we, we chalk everything else up to, Hey, racing's racing. Um, you know, right. You know, whatever advantage well, just you before get. that, we know uh, Kevin was going to win that doggone thing for that caution. Yeah. Um, I, and I listen to his radio every race and, you know, Timmy gets on there and says, just to FYI, uh, the 20 can't win. He had an opportunity to dump him, yes. but he did, Yeah, yep. you know, cause he had better tires and, and, you know, had Kevin dumped him and they listened to the radio, uh, <laughs> you know, there might've been a little problem there, but oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Hey, you know, that that's a veteran, you know, realizing, Hey, I'm, I'm not in the playoffs. Um, you know, he, if, right. if he was, if, if the 20 wasn't in the playoffs and it was just them two racing for, for a win without playoff implications on it, uh, right. you know, I, I think it might've been a different outcome there, but I think Kevin respected the, the playoff, uh, you know, right. sequence of events, if you will, there. And, and let me ask you a question. Yeah. What's your favorite Kevin Harvick moment? Oh, my, fa- uh, on track. Off I already track? know mine. On track. On track. Uh, I mean, part of it, and this is maybe a, a cheap one, and I'll give you another one. You know, just seeing him win at Michigan, you know, the amount of times that I have is, has just been absolutely um, incredible. Um, I, I mean, I'll never forget, you know, November 2014, literally rocking back and forth, not talking to a single person that day. Phone was shut off. Like, I was just dialed in. Uh, and you know, those last few laps racing Ryan Newman, uh, I, I mean, th- th- <laughs> that was, that was a very special day as a fan, uh, f- for me of the sport there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Championship is definitely up there. Um, I think my, my favorite and, and, and I, I guess it's considered an on track moment was the Greg Biffle incident. Oh my God. <laughs> he was so <laughs> ticked was, off because yes. that was a brand new ET car. You mm-hmm. know, they were promoting ET thing. And uh, him standing on top of that pit box until that race was over. Yes. He was so freaking mad. He was ready. Yes, he was waiting. I love it. 
I love that it. and the Harvicking incident. That with oh, the that was, yep. bread. That Another was great. Good Another good one. Uh, all right. And that's why I think Kevin gets kind of, you know, he, he's he's like, you know, Denny Hamlin. He, he's outspoken. He's going to say what he wants to say. He's going to speak his mind. And and personally, I don't think NASCAR likes that. But no, well, not right um, now. But, they don't. But uh, no, you know, he is as a as a champ, as a, you know, on the top 10 all time win list. Uh, he's he's earned the right to be able to right to sound off uh, in, in my opinion. But um all right. Well, so that we don't lose everybody here thinking this is the Kevin Harvick podcast. Um, yeah. No. What? Uh, what, uh, what? Who do you think is is going to make it to the final four, and and who's your championship pick? Um, I'm going to go with Quiet Ryan. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. He he's he's been he's been pretty quiet. I don't think Chase Briscoe is going to make it. Okay. Um. Uh. Chase Elliott. Yeah. Um uh, I think Ryan Ryan Newman's or not Ryan Newman, Ryan uh Blaney. Okay. Um the nine, the twelve. God, I had him written down and I can't find the paper now. <laughs> um Hamlin. Mm, no, I don't think he's I think he's not he hasn't been consistent enough, I don't think. Logano? Uh I think Logano's gonna go. Logano. Yep. All right, you got one. I think more. it's gonna be um the one car. The one, Ross Chastain. All right, and then who picks up yep. the championship? See, those, those two, those two have been quite pretty quiet ever since all that incident with Ross Chastain. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. He's been quiet for a while. So, and so is Ryan. And and uh, yeah, I think they're gonna. I think that might be my pick for the final four. All right, and who takes it home? I th- I think quite Ryan does. Wow, with a win or without a win, does he pick up a win with, over these next? No, uh, I, I I'm gonna go without a win. I'm gonna go with this is gonna be the first year that the um the championship the champion doesn't win the race. Okay, All right. I mean, hey, with with the with the oddball start to the playoffs with five right. drivers uh, <laughs> not in the playoffs picking up wins, you know, now I mean that that's not out of the question. I would say for sure. So. Cool. Awesome, man. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. Uh, wouldn't be always. Thank you, you for guys. having me. Absolutely. Uh, tell everyone where they can follow you on Twitter. Oh uh, God. What is it? Uh, at J stone four J A S T O N E four. Love or is it, it 29? 20, I think it's 29. I've got 29. Might be 29. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, listen, thank you so much. It was great to talk to you. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Enjoy the rest of the season, and uh, thanks for helping count down to episode 300, man. Thank you again. I appreciate it. Absolutely. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. Great to talk to Jason there, his first time on the show. Let's get another first-timer, but longtime follower. Let's get Janice on the line. And then, and then. The professor has got a rant to do. It's been a long time since the professor's called class into session, and that's what we're going to do after we talk to Janice. All right, let Traffic Nation to continue fan appreciation and all that good stuff as we count down to episode 300. My next guest, she's been a follower for quite some time. She's a fan of Kyle Larson, and I am excited to have her on the show. You can follow her on Twitter at Corvette1RL. It is Janice. Janice, what's up? How are you? I'm doing great, other than being a little disappointed that Larson got kicked out of the playoffs yesterday. You know, I mean, it's 
the, every year since this playoff format started back in 2014, I feel like the round from 12 to 8 has just like provided some surprises. And there are people that you would like in permanent marker be like, oh, yeah, they'll get to the round of eight. No problem. And then we start to see, you know, the parity this year with. All right. We got one new driver two new, you know, all the way up to how many different drivers we've had. And then that that permanent markers like. Um, can I get a pencil with a good eraser on it? Cause I'm not sure who's going to make it, but, uh, yeah, it's, I mean, crazy year, you know, you look at the dominance that he had, uh, last year started off pretty strong and, and then tapered off a little bit, but, um, yeah. I mean, you know, two wins, two wins solid, you know, but yeah, just, just kind of trailed along there. What, what did you think of the Roval this weekend in particular? I enjoy the Roval. I know a lot of people don't, but I actually enjoy the Roval, and I also enjoy the road course down at Daytona. But what I saw yesterday was a lot of people being extremely cautious for an extreme period of time, which made the race a little bit on the boring side. Yes, but, yes. But, but it made up for it in the last stage, and boy, was I, I didn't know whether I was going to ever get to catch my breath because I kept <laughs> – I kept following Larson and following his points and screaming at the television. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, for a minute there, Talladega was the last race of this round. And I feel like everyone kind of, you know, we'd get the longest single file run at Talladega that we've ever had. And because everybody at least wanted to have that chance at the end. And I think that's kind of what we saw yesterday was we've seen the Roval provide some incredible racing. All of our road courses have provided some great racing, uh, not just this year, you know, years past. That's why we've gone from two a year to six to seven a year. And I think we just kind of saw that play out a little bit. Everyone wanted to j at least have that fighting shot at the end. They knew they can't win it on lap one. And I think that's why we maybe saw that uh, get a little strung out there early on. Well, it made up for it in the last stage. <laughs> yes, that it did. Uh, Janice, how long have you been a fan of NASCAR? Oh, let's see. Probably 30 years or so. Awesome. Awesome. Where are you from, Janice? Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. All right. So have you, uh, have you, have you been to any races over the last few years or anything? I am a constant companion at the Daytona races. I'm always there. Excellent. I love it. A constant companion. That's fantastic. And how long have you been following the show? Let's see. I saw where you had your podcast on Twitter and I think it was like the middle of 2020. I had retired in March Okay. and I picked up your podcast and I loved it. And I started having it downloaded every week and look forward to it every time it comes up. Oh, Janice, literally that, that, that melts my heart that, that that's why I'm here. And, and I appreciate it. I think this is an awesome way to, uh, to count down to episode 300 and, and get to chat with you guys. Uh, Cause I haven't done any listener shows in a minute. I used to do one or two a year and um, you know, I, I, I haven't done any this year and I'm like, well, this is the perfect way to, to get everybody that wants to be involved in the mix for a little bit and involved, which is, which is awesome there. So I appreciate that so much. Um, all right. Uh, you're also a very big fan of Alden. So I also have to thank you for that. Cause, uh, you, you respond to almost every picture I tweet, which is like, I don't know, like, should I put pictures out there? Should I not? But, uh, everyone seems to eat up those chubby cheeks. So, uh, I, I appreciate that. 
He's adorable. Thank Just you. adorable. Thank you. I will. I'll put the teaser out there. Uh, his eight month pictures. Uh, well, he'll be eight months towards the end of the week. And we've got an oversized pumpkin that we're going to put him in for some <laughs> pictures there. So uh, the cuteness overload uh is going to continue here in just oh great more days great. Look, looking forward to it awesome uh janice who do you think is going to make the final four who's your championship pick now that larson's out of the mix okay this was kind of hard for me because the stats don't really in my personal opinion play into it with this new car sure you can they can have great races all year long and then all of a sudden like larson they're gone but I really think that, and unfortunately, some of these people I really love, uh, Blaney, I don't think he'll make the playoffs the next cut. I don't think Byron will. I don't think Briscoe will. And I'm caught between Bell and Hamlin. I really don't want, I don't want Hamlin to make it, but, <laughs> but I think he will. So it'll be Bell that will be out. So. I, I can get behind all, you know, William Byron has kind of just quietly, um, yeah. kind of limped his way through each round here. Um, you know, he's got a couple wins. I won't call him the Ryan Newman of the playoffs, but if, if he makes it to the next round without a win, uh, he'll be very Ryan Newman like there. Uh, so I'm, I'm with you there. Um, you know, I don't think Hamlin makes it. Logano has been very quiet. Uh, you know, his, yeah. his points have what helped him. Uh, now it's, it's, it's put up or shut up time at this point. You know, you, with the possibility of only, uh, one person making it in on points, assuming playoff drivers are going to win over these next three races. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with you. Your, yours and mine are, are pretty similar there. Uh, I would, uh, I, I'm torn between Logano and Blaney and, and uh, Byron and um, Christopher Bell. Uh, I, I yeah. think those could be some, you know, coin flips there for sure. So yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then who's, all right, Janice, who is your championship pick for 2022? Well, I think that the Elliott Nation will be ready to stone me. I'm going to say it's going to be Logano. Oh, wow. Oh, man. I tell you what, Logano's grown on me over the years. Um, he and, you know, and of course, anytime anybody comes on the podcast, I'm just now an instant fan since they, you know, take the time to come on an amateur podcast. But uh, uh, Logano has, has definitely. Um, changed a little bit over the years uh you know he he's still the old logano but uh you know he's 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 tamed himself down a little bit and, and he does some great charity work and, and things like that so uh i i i'd be okay if logano uh took the ford banner back to uh back to the championship circle there for sure so well, awesome i'm a, I'm a I'm a Chevy person, but I love a lot of the drivers that drive the Fords. That's because so they all used to drive Chevys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> I'm with you. I am right there with you. Oh, that's great. Uh, Janice, where can everybody follow you on social media? Uh, just Twitter. That's the only one I'm on. All right. And that is at, what's your, what's your Twitter handle? At Corvette girl and the i is a number one in girl Love that's it. it awesome janice thank you so much for coming on thank you for the support of the podcast i really appreciate it and uh hope you enjoy the rest of the season okay thank you brandon thank you take care bye-bye all right live traffic nation great to talk to janice uh okay all right yes school bell school bell 
Class is in session, Land Traffic Nation. Uh, I got two things I got to talk about, and and that is one Tyler Riddick uh, announcement out today that Tyler Riddick is not going to be driving for RCR next year and will be debuting a season early with 2311, which, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, that is, I think, the best for both sides. That would have just been a very long 36 races for Tyler Riddick, a long 36 races for RCR, a long 36 races for his team. Uh, you know, it would have been very hard to share information and just just not a good thing, you know? And so I think this is going to be the best for all parties involved, fans involved, everything. Uh, and, and here's the interesting thing for me with this, right? Because like even Jeff Striegel and I talked about this a couple weeks ago when he was back on, like just it was so weird when this announcement was made. Like, you know, here we are almost a year and a half to where the announcement was made. Tyler Riddick wasn't getting locked up. Denny Hamlin reached out to him. And lo and behold, we've got this announcement to where basically going to have a lame duck season for Tyler Riddick and whatever team he's driving for. Right. And so now if if Tyler and here's my question to you guys, if Tyler Riddick and Denny Hamlin don't make this deal, does Kyle Busch get signed with RCR? And and I don't think so. I, I don't see how RCR would one go and pursue the a third car option in Kyle Busch if that announcement's not made? So then the question becomes, well, where would have Kyle Busch ended up? And could it have been a lower tier team? Could it have been, you know, I mean, I don't think he was going to HMS. I think that that's, that's a no brainer. So then it really becomes is would the, would we be talking about Kyle Busch? I think going to SHR next year if Tyler Riddick doesn't make an early driver change announcement and kicks the silly season off. So uh, th that's very interesting to me. And like I said, I, I think this is the best possible option for all parties involved uh, with the way that that thing has turned out there. Okay. Now, speaking of SHR, we've got this Cole Custer thing and I, I am pissed off with this penalty and here's why and i am gonna you know don't come at me with oh you're a harvick fan you're an shr fan no 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 no. this is strictly a principle argument here that i have okay so cole custer has been penalized a hundred thousand dollars shr has been docked 50 points towards the owner's championship fine hey Odds are they weren't going to win it anyways. Last week, you know, uh, Rodney Childers suspended for four races because of uh, the, the four-car situation. It seems like, now, this this is a fan statement. I will, I will preface that. Seems like NASCAR's picking on SHR a little bit, right? Okay, now, let's get back to the reality of things here. In that, why I feel that this is a BS penalty to the 41. Um he did not bring out a caution. If a caution had come out, fine, no problem. I get it. Did not bring out a caution, okay? It was not on a restart. We were in the middle of a lap, okay? One, Chase Briscoe's going, he's, he, I mean, he's passing the cars like 
didn't impact the outcome of the race. Now, did Cole Custer potentially woe up or slow or, or throw a block? Probably. Um, but last last I checked, uh, we, th we throw blocks at Daytona and Talladega, do we not? I'm, I'm pretty sure the leader does has, has been known to throw a few blocks out there, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? And last I checked, uh, teammates, Daytona, Talladega, uh, ha have pushed some teammates to the win. Have they not? Am I wrong? What? Huh? Where, where are we at there? Okay. So at what point then, why is this a problem? Uh, even if it was intentionally done, I still don't have a problem with it because we push intentionally our teammates to the lead at Daytona or Talladega. We intentionally, as a as a team, will drop to the back at Daytona or Talladega. Um, so why why was this an issue? Why what well, this this is a non-issue. There there should be. I I, I if if you want to argue this with me, I um, I want to know why you feel that 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 penalty. Is justified because I think it is absolutely absurd. What's the point of saying we have teammates if you can't help your teammate out and not deliberately wreck somebody? You know, whatever. The, okay, did he cause a bottleneck? Sure. Is that the last? Is is this the only time we've seen a bottleneck on a road course? No. So from that regard, I mean, hey, you didn't want to be impacted by it. Hmm. Then be ahead of him. You know, be be ahead of him. You know, and, and oh my, oh, is this, that that pissed me off seeing that. And I can 100% tell you, I don't care what team, what organization, I I would be just as appalled by by that by by that right there. And listen, I am an object. I feel like I'm an objective person. So, uh, as a sports fan. Uh, you've heard me talk about the eyeball test before the eyeball test tells me that that should not be a penalty. Now, uh, if, if there is something else that I am missing that I didn't see, uh, or that was looked at, that's not going to be disclosed, then, then fine. I can accept those realities if they are realities. Uh, but from the eyeball test, I just, I don't. I don't see it. If you disagree with me, let me know and let me know why. So there's there's my little rant. That that's that's there's that. Uh, now let's talk about who, who did not make it to the next round. Uh, and and I am just absolutely flabbergasted that raw uh, Ross that Kyle Larson is is out. Um, you know had pretty substantial bonus points. You know, he had the two wins. Um, I am, I'm blown away by that one. And, you know, Chase Elliott, obviously. Uh, Joy Logano, you know, uh, he's been hit or miss. And I, I'm not surprised that he's in. Ross Chastain, uh, I'm surprised only because of, you know, I thought maybe he would have annoyed enough people to wear throughout these last three races that that could have been a situation at some point. Christopher Bell, uh, picked up the win. Obviously, got it, got him through. Uh, I don't know where if if Bell didn't win, I don't know if that would have changed anything there. Uh, I I did not see uh, any stats on that one. 
Uh, Blaney's doing, I mean, Blaney's just pointing this. Blaney's having a Ryan Newman playoff. Uh, William Byron, okay. Denny Hamlin, okay. Chase Briscoe, you know, if, if I would have had to guess, it would have been Larson and not Briscoe in there. Uh, Suarez, I get it. Um, let's see. Sindrick, I get it. Bowman, just, I mean, just been so inconsistent this year. Um, you know, and yeah, so that's, that's where we're at there. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to bore you guys anymore with just me babbling on. Uh, let's do a little social media. But before I do social media, let's talk to um, Mike Henry, who is a winner of a social media slash Atlanta Racing throwback brand lap traffic sponsored prize pack uh, as part of the giveaway. That was uh, going to be a thing. You get to come on the show and talk for a little bit. So let's get Mike Henry on the line. All right, Lap Traffic Nation joining me on the line. You can follow him on Twitter at Mike5054. 5628. He is one of the contest winners from at Atlanta Racing, who I have partnered up with this year uh, to uh, do some giveaways and grow our accounts. And it has been awesome. And this last one, I'm like, you know what? We're counting down to episode 300. Let's get the contest winner on the line. So joining me on the line, it's Mike Henry. Mike, how are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? I am awesome, man. Happy belated birthday. Uh, welcome to the show. All that good stuff. Well, thank you very much. Nice to be on. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So uh, let's let's start with uh, the birthday. You were down in Tennessee. Uh, you've got a Michigan area code, which is awesome. So uh, are you still in Michigan? Yeah, we just came back on Monday. We came back. But what happened is that a bunch of friends... They used to, our kids used to play hockey together. So we, um, we've always stuck together, you know, every now and then we go out for drinks and all that, but for our 50th birthday, we go somewhere, a friend and I, uh, one of the birthdays we did was New Orleans. We went down there and for my 50th birthday, I decided to go into Nashville for a couple of days. And that was awesome fun. Awesome. Yeah. I've been in Nashville once. It is a, it's a hell of a party scene. I, I was caught off guard with that. I was not, I was expecting low key honky tonks. And what I got was Las Vegas without casinos. Exactly. Or new Orleans without the, yeah. the bourbon street. Exactly. That's... What it felt like. I mean, if, I think there's more people actually in Nashville walking around than down in new Orleans. I believe it. I believe it. What, yeah. uh, where in Michigan is home? Uh, Port Huron, Michigan is about an hour away from Detroit. So yes, sir. Very familiar. I am. Uh, I'm in uh, Warren, Michigan. So okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Good deal, man. Glad to have another uh, Michigander and all that. Um, so let's talk about uh, the giveaway. You got an awesome prize pack there, which is awesome. And uh, you know, you found the show, so we're we're glad to have you as we uh, count down to episode 300. That's uh, that's, well, that's awesome. Cool. That was an awesome prize package. I've been following the show, but so that was a cool part of the prize package that I got there, you know, along with a nice Tony Stewart car and the hat I like. So Excellent. everything was kind of cool. Awesome. I love it. Um, all right. Let's let's talk a little NASCAR. Uh, how, how did you get into NASCAR? How long you've been following? Do you get to any races? What's what's your NASCAR story? Well, a long time ago, I used to have a uh, guy who was like a second dad to me. Me and his son hung out. We did everything together. And we actually went down. He worked for the Detroit News back in the day. And we went down to when uh, the Grand Prix was down in Belle Isle. Sure. So actually, my first induction into racing was the Indy cars. But then we went down to um, Auto City up in Flint. And we hung around there for a little bit. And then it just kind of graduated into NASCAR. And pretty much how I got into NASCAR was by uh, 
his name was Dan Montgomery. He was a great guy. And he, uh, he was a second dad to me. So I'll, you know, I appreciate that for the rest of my life for him. So that's so cool. That's awesome. Very cool. Right. Who's, uh, who's, who's your driver? Who'd you, who did you grow up with your driver? Who is it now? All that. I grew up with the intimidator Dale Earnhardt. Awesome. I love awesome. him to death and I always have. And one of the saddest days of my life was when he died. So I believe that. So did you, did you transition over to junior? Did you transition to Harvick? Did you? I transferred over to both actually. Okay. You know, when he died, I kind of lost a, an actual true favorite, I guess you would say, and sure. just kind of grew up with, you know, people like junior who was obviously his son and then Harvick who took over for him. I like, but I still like Harvard a lot, but now I'm kind of like a hometown boy. So I like, you know, Kozlowski and Jones a lot. Yes. I, I tell you what, you know, I, I think Eric Jones, um, you know, he's on that cusp uh, right now as, as someone that, you know, is he going to have that breakout that we're, that we're all expecting? you know, we, we would like to see in, in a, in a Michigan guy, you know, will he get his Brad Keselowski moment, if you will, and, and be able and to I go out there that. and, and, you know, do some damage. And I would love that. Cause he's like, you know, from a small town. So a small town boy doing good in Michigan. Absolutely. That'd be awesome for me. Absolutely. You know, what, uh, what, what, what are you thinking here is, as we start the round of eight, uh, you know, there's some, some surprises in there, at least as far as I'm concerned with, uh, with Briscoe, uh, you know, Ross Chastain, I'll, I'll say as a surprise, just cause I didn't know if the, the competition would let him get in potentially with, with not making too many friends out there. Uh, Christopher Bell, you know, early in his career, making it to the round of eight. What, uh, what, what do you think we're going to see here over these next four races? I actually think with everything that Chastain has endured, I think he might be the champ. Wouldn't that be something? Track house racing uh, to be able to go out there, get it done. Um, you know, I Phoenix will play very well to his driving style. Uh, you right. Know, so if, if he can if he can get there. Uh, you know, I, I think every year when we, when we get to, to whether it was Homestead or whether it's Phoenix, uh, you've got one or two guys that you're going to be like, it's going to be one of them. And, and then the other, th you know, the third and fourth are, are maybe the, the dark horse, if you will. Uh, if, if Chastain can get there, he'll probably be the underdog as far as like a, a Vegas bet line. Um, yep. but I, I would totally see him being able to go out there if he can get there and, and getting it done. And that would be, I think I that would too. be, that would be a good as much. And this is my thing with Chastain, you know, when he was with, um, and, and I've said this before, but when, when he was with uh, Nice in the truck series, uh, everybody was, you know, it was, Ross Chastain was the Cinderella story. And, and right. now he's got so much heat on him. Um, I think, though, if he were to go out there and get the win, even though the fan base has maybe, you know, turned a little bit on him, I think the fan base still likes what Trackhouse Racing is doing. And if that type of uh, upset, if you will, were to happen, I think NASCAR needs that right now based on, you know, the, the, the fan base itself not being very happy with some of NASCAR's decisions lately. Exactly. I mean, you know, it's probably come down to him and Denny Hamlin, and I think, you know, if I just pull it out, basically. Yeah. I would like to see that, you know, but who knows? It is NASCAR and you never know what happens in those final, in that final race. Abs you know? Absolutely. I hear you there. <laughs> I hear you there. Um, 
Liz, I got to ask you, Mike, uh, you know, you've been following the show for a minute. Uh, are, are you going to join the Lat Traffic Fantasy League next year? I might. I'm not big into fantasy leagues because of time-wise, but I might do that, actually, just for fun, you know. Hey, I mean, the best part about it is is that it's become a staple of the show, and I'm I, you get a custom lap traffic trophy. I mean, it is if if you win a stage or you win the uh, you, you you win it all. There there are trophies on the line that have become, you know, just synonymous with the show. So we we've had over a hundred people the last couple of years. I want to get this thing over two hundred players next year. So that is, I am recruiting hard for Latin. Well, you can count fantasy. me in then. How's that sound? Awesome. Yes, I love it. I'll tell tell your friends. <laughs> I will. <laughs> awesome, I will definitely man. do that. <laughs> I love it, Mike. Uh, where? Can, all right, hold on, Mike. This this what we gotta have a little chat about, Mike. Mike, what's what's with the uh, thirty two digit numbers on the Twitter handle, man? We we gotta fix that. That's what I was given. I got to change it. I know, but like I said, <laughs> busy with working all the time, and I got a six-year-old son, so uh, I, I fight know, my battles when I can. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I got an eight-month-old upstairs that I can hear, but uh, uh man, no, I, I just, can hear mine trying to sneak into the room. I'm talking to you on right now, actually. So. Uh, I know. I just had to razz you there a little bit. Everybody, uh, Mike, thanks so much for calling in, and uh, congrats no again on the prize pack. Enjoy the rest of the season and uh, we'll talk to you soon man thanks for letting me be on i appreciate awesome. it a lot thanks man we'll talk to you later all right bye-bye. see ya all right lat traffic nation great to talk to mike one of our many contest winners and who knows maybe we'll get another contest winner on before things are over let's do a little lat traffic social media everybody make sure you check out the website the lap traffic podcast.com facebook lat traffic podcast TikTok, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all at Lat Traffic PC. If you've made it this far into the show, leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. It'll be greatly appreciated. Uh, and I've got a Lapped Traffic Podcast hat winner. This is the first hat to get sent out. Um, like I said, if at the start of the show, I've got some awesome trucker hats from the throwback brand. They're awesome. The patchwork is amazing. Stick work, stitch work is awesome. The hat colors are great. Uh, so without further ado, uh, Kylie Marshall Stark at NASCAR underscore Kylie, you are our winner of the lap traffic podcast prize pack. Uh, so send me a DM with your info. I will get that out to you. Make sure you're following at Atlanta Racing and at the Throwback Brand, and I will get some more hats and prize packs out there over the next few weeks. Might even have one out tonight. Who knows? Who knows? We'll see. Um, we've got some new followers. Jonathan at uh, John Orendorf, uh, 09, Chase Elliott fan from New York. Ethan at uh, Viva La Ethan, co-host of The Marbles with Soda and Ethan. Matthew Jones at Fitted Jones NASCAR or at Fitted Jones is NASCAR and Falcons fan. Uh, welcome to the show, guys. Tell your friends. Don't forget about stickers and koozies. I've got them for free. All you have to do is fill out the contact page on the website and I will get them out to you. All right. Let's see. Uh, it's been a minute since we've had Mr. Brian Newdorf on the line for some weather. So let's talk some Big Ten football with him as well as the forecast for Las Vegas. All right, Lat Traffic Nation joining me back on the line. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN, along with Aaron Studwell at Race Weather. After a small hiatus, a welcome back, Mr. Small. Brian Newdorf. 
small. What is small? All right. <laughs> Subjective. <laughs> uh, how are you, sir? I'm good. I mean, keeping track of your hiatus is like trying to figure out the NASCAR playoffs. I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> and their rules and regulations. <laughs> and the rules, yeah. I mean, one minute, you know. Oh, yeah. man. Yes, yes. You know, first, you know, I, my teammate comes on, and then it's okay, and then I'm penalized because Aaron did come on on another. It's just I can't keep up. It's just... <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah, man, I mean, we, but we I, can get into that. I mean, but I mean, that wasn't real. That wasn't relative whatsoever. No, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. Uh, well, listen, uh, before we get into NASCAR, because uh, there's a plethora we can we can touch upon if we want. Um, so the uh, the the two Boilermakers, uh, your team, I, I know it's it's been a interesting season for you guys. Um, but you did uh, get to go on field with the marching band yep. alum and, and all of that. Uh, how how was that? And. You know, that, oh, that was a blast. Was cool. Oh, that was an absolute blast. I mean, for those who don't know, the, the big reason it was a lot of fun is um, this year, my uh, one of the twins um, made the Purdue marching band, for those who don't know. And so he's he represents the Big Ten flags. Now, the downside and, and, and my wife, I need to make sure I clarify that, too. My wife marched um, alongside all of us, too, because she's she marched a few years when she was in uh, at Purdue. And so, uh, you know, all of us were there in, in our so-called uniforms, be it uh, the uniform for uh the alumni band or our son. Now he was a, um, what they call game day stuff, but what we used to call in the day was an alternate. So he wasn't in the main block. So he wasn't out there on the field as we were doing the same drill, uh, but he was still dressed, still there, uh, still part of everything. So that was uh, a lot of, and very exciting. So uh, that, that in itself was um, a, a lot of fun. And we had a good time. The only thing that I probably about the only negative is, is that this is a situation where a win doesn't, feels like a loss <laughs> against the Florida Atlantic <laughs> Uh, that game was way too close than it should have been. Well, uh, I, so. I mean, you guys have, I mean, outside of, uh, I, I mean, I don't know what to say about Penn State. I, I'll, I'll comment more about Penn State after this weekend. Uh, yes. But, um, I mean, I look at, you guys beat Maryland. We beat Maryland. We struggled to beat Maryland. You guys and beat we did a 21-ranked Minnesota team like, I mean, maybe you got. I mean, you guys should be able to beat Nebraska at home. I feel like, um, you know, I, I mean, you guys, and, and I think you 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 touched well, on it a couple you... weeks ago. I wouldn't accept it for a Michigan team, so I get where you, you will come from on that. But you guys can still have a pretty well, salvageable yes. season. Well, and I and and you know, after that first game, I mean, looking back at Penn State and then even Syracuse, I mean. And, and ultimately, those losses are on Purdue. And not nothing now to the, any of any Syracuse fans and uh, Penn State fans that are listening. Your teams are good. You're ranked right now. But ultimately, if you go back and watch those games, Purdue had opportunities where they were in control, but either through bad decisions by the coach or stupid penalties, they lost the game. I mean, they had that game, and I mean, that, but that's part of the game. Um, so ultimately, and then all the other games were really, really close. I mean, FAU should, was Florida Atlantic was way closer than it should be. Then again, we also didn't have our starting quarterback and a lot of other starters. So we were down several, um, several players. And then, yeah, we surprised us by beating, uh, Minnesota at Minnesota, which was the first time we had ever won at their brand new stadium and then, and on the road. And then, yeah, we went on the road and won a second road game. And it, again, it was Again, closer than maybe it should have been, but again, we found a way to pull it out. I mean, listen, 
Purdue fans are never comfortable. I mean, as, as we've said many, many times on this show, we're a verb. Um, you know, if, yes, if we can, if we can Purdue away a game, we will. Um, so, uh, it's so, I mean, it's been a, an, but it's been a much better season. I mean, and then also to sit here while it's, we're just gluttons for punishment. Yes, we could be sitting at, you know, be undefeated right now. And granted, we have an extremely uh, easy schedule, but, you know, there's been some surprise teams. I mean, who would have thought we're sitting here, you know, in the West with like tied with Nebraska and some other teams that are tied for the West, Sure. you know? So, yep. um, and then, you know, cause I'm down here in the Louisville area, just kind of a side note. It sounds like, you know, obviously Louisville's not been great, but they managed to beat Virginia. They want our coach so badly because he loves Louisville. He's from Louisville. They've tried twice already to steal him from us. And it sounds like they'll probably be looking for a new coach. They've been wanting to get a new coach for some time now. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there if we keep Brom or not. So good deal. I did not know that about uh about your coach there. That uh that'll be Oh, he played he played for he was a quarterback, played for uh Louisville. So he's like, you know, a son. He's got they come down. I mean, he they come down often. I mean, he loves this city and he's even said but I mean, if he turn, more likely the thought of Purdue fans and a Purdue alum is that if he, especially those of us who are around the Louisville area, from those who know, it's like if he turns them down now, they his his opportunity to return home would be done. So sure. yep. um, he either he he'll either need to make this decision and go, or basically hang that up. I mean, I think it's silly. Again, nothing against you ACC fans, but given the way the conferences are realigning themselves yes. and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah, I don't know if I would, I, and nothing against it. I don't know if I would want to be in the ACC rather than being in the Big Ten. I That's just could agree with that statement 100 percent. There, absolutely. I mean, even if even if you are a Purdue and you've got you know the likes of um, you know Michigan and Ohio State, then UCLA and you know uh, USC, and then all the other schools, there's still some huge benefits and the money and the. I mean, we've got our we're, we're making huge strides on upgrading our stadium. So yeah, and the, and I'm gonna be honest. The one thing I think, and I know we're this is a NASCAR podcast, so sorry. That's all right. It's w- w- tangents are allowed here. We're good. <laughs> I'm the king of those. Um, you got me started on something. One of the takeaways from going back to like when I was in band versus when my son was, and we were there during the I was there during the breezes area. So in the most modern time, that's one of the best you know times of a Purdue fan was when Breeze was there. Our sure. last time to go to a Rose Bowl, and even then the crowd and even the student section is just not is more into the band is in more into being a part of this culture and pregame stuff. I mean, there's just, there's a unique feel when you probably, I've never, I need to go to Ann Arbor. I need to go to the, I want to go to all these different places, but it, it definitely has a place. It has a feel of a school that has a tradition. It has a, it has this feel of an atmosphere that the fans are just as much involved of the game itself um, versus like going to IU where there's nothing, there's no like something they do. I mean, yes, every kickoff we scream IU sucks, but you know, right. Hey. <laughs> well, I tell and you I, what, I, I haven't been to the big house in, uh, I'm going to call it, let's see, six to eight years, somewhere around there. So mm-hmm. if, if Purdue makes the trip, uh, if if that's on the schedule next year in the big house, uh, let's 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 have a conversation. That's that sounds good. Oh, and I mean, let's just put it this way: my son was telling us we were at a bar watching the game, and he said, 
during kickoff in Maryland, how sparse it was. It was so sparse he, at, during one of our kickoffs. He heard IU. <laughs> so uh, that meant the, uh, <laughs> the small fan base of Purdue fans there were over, uh, were loud enough to be picked up. So That's awesome. Uh, That's awesome. Anyway, uh, so NASCAR, right? This NASCAR, is a NASCAR podcast. Yes, NASCAR. Um, I mean, you know, just broke a little bit ago with regards to the penalty with Cole Custer. Uh, we got Kyle Larson not making it to the next round. I mean, it is, you know, from that regard, I mean, you've got some pros, you've got some cons. The the, the car has definitely, uh, you know, stolen the show in a negative light over the last few weeks. Um, you know, there's 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 some things going on. I mean, we'll. Uh, it's an interesting final eight. You know, I, I don't think there were many of us that maybe had Chase Briscoe in our final eight. Uh, you know, I'm sure some people probably didn't think Ross Chastain was maybe going to be able to to make his way through. Um, you know, uh, Suarez is out. Um, you know, I could have gone either way. I maybe Suarez or uh, Briscoe, you know, and then you got Ryan Blaney. Limping around there, no wins, and 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 still making it and, and getting it done. So it's it's been crazy. As we've said, consistency. Yes. You know, I get wins. Yeah, absolutely. You know, at this point, given how, given okay, I'm just gonna swear. So yeah. just warning. Given the fuckery that led up to all of this, <laughs> you know, um, what an appropriate I would almost, love to see him win it with no wins right i mean and hey yep let's or or if he does get a win it's the last race yes that would be that would just be ideal that he went all this way no wins and wins the last one whatever and like i said it goes back to all of this stuff how some drivers got in some drivers didn't um because of what was going on and stuff like that so that's just my take i mean i still trying i'm still trying to figure out who's in the who made the playoffs you know no i'm just teasing um it's just, and I mean, going back to what we were talking about, you know, helping your teammate one minute, it's exciting to see uh, a NASCAR driver helping their teammate. And then on the other hand, oh no, it's not a good idea for your NASCAR to help your teammate. Maybe it's because of who you knock out of the playoffs. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's, it's a, it's an ugly situation there, I think. And, you know, it's, it's, it'll, the, the fan base is going to erupt uh, whether they're in favor of the decision or not in favor of the decision. Uh, you know, it'll, you'll have a polarization aspect there with it. But in the end, what it boils down to is is inconsistent officiating. Uh, but, you know, that's not like, exclusive to NASCAR. You know, we, we, no, get, like we the, get it across like the, the board. Like the NFL and the NCAA are the Big Ten. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, it's, it is – um, you know, one of the local radio guys here in Detroit on, on the, the sports radio has has always said, you know, if it comes down to officiate or officiating should never come down to uh, determining the game. Right. And if you're going to blame it on the officiating, you probably need to look back at your performance in the game if that's the scapegoat you're trying to, to use. And, you know. So from a, mm -hmm. a driver perspective on someone that didn't make it through, um, you know, is it was it the officiating that that caused that or is it your performance over the prior three races uh, as the reason why you didn't make it through? Um, you know, so. And yeah. It's, and let's be honest, too. Unlike other sports where officiating is way more involved. I mean, I, I let me I guess I shouldn't say that because 
obviously NASCAR has officiating when it comes to right before the race, but all of this stuff is, you know, done well ahead of time, however you want to look at it. Yeah. Uh, so there's that, but you know, um, unlike other races, like during the race or during the game, um, the officiating is it's outside of maybe it's, it's pretty cut and dry. You got to, you got yeah, equipment outside and, the box penalty, you know, like it, they, they have, yeah, you know, that the, and th- those are, those are relatively, you know, measurable, yes, you know, facets of the race, if you will, to where it's, it's cut and dry. Like, you know, the, nor that, do we have like, nor do we have like seven red, red flags so that the officiating right. can go back and review something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. You know what? I, I, here's my here's my crazy prediction for next year. They're gonna let crew chiefs have flags so that they can throw them from the uh, box <laughs> and uh, challenge you a call. Challenge. Oh my God! Could you imagine? That would be oh, that would be de- that that would be actions detrimental to stock car racing if they did that. <laughs> I would just give up because then I would have people be I. Because then people would be asking Aaron and I, "What's your prediction on how many?" F- I don't, I don't just do the weather. <laughs> oh, well, what a segue! Speaking of weather, we are headed to Sin City for uh, Las Vegas racing. Uh, we've got uh, <laughs> yes, Xfinity I know, I believe- Cup. How are we looking? Well, dry. The the concern is towards Sunday, maybe Saturday. Again, we're talking several days out. Uh, but the biggest concern would be the the possibility of um, we're, we're looking at a potential um, system coming in on what we call an upper level system coming off of the Pacific uh, across Southern California that uh, likely uh, could um, produce uh, maybe a chance a very, very right now. It's a very, very small chance of rain uh, on uh, Sunday. Um, very, very tiny because it is the desert, but, you know, we have seen it with winds and all the other strange stuff there in Vegas over the last few years, especially now that we've had this later race versus the uh, the March race. Um, so, you know, just something to keep an eye on. Um, other than that, I, I think it looks uh, – I had temperatures in my head and I forgot, so I can just pull them up on my screen while we're uh, talking about it right here. So just give me a hot second. Not a problem. And – and taking a look here, uh, you know, it's Vegas. So going into the weekend, you know, uh, heading in there, they're there Thursday, Friday, you got 90s, you're near 90. Uh, that system will bring temperatures down into the mid 80s by Sunday. But again, um, it is a very, very small chance uh, of showers on Sunday. But that can usually mean some winds too, potentially, if it doesn't make its way to the ground. So those are just some things that uh, overall need to be looked at and watched. Outside of that, uh, it should be a fairly dry forecast. And I know I know NASCAR, outside of, like, some of the races we had, Daytona and, and a few other races, even some threatening rain in Texas, which in itself was a debacle. Um, you know, all in all, um, you know, I know fans love to kind of talk about how weather is always – weather's bad. Every race, weather's a problem. And it, it really hasn't been this season. I mean, I've been very late, very not active, except for the few times that I've had to be, so – yeah, no, I, I mean, as, as long as as long as you run and finish the race on the the scheduled day, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in my opinion, there's not a whole lot you can get too upset about. I mean, you know, if it's a you know, if it drags over into the to a, you know, a, a Sunday race to Monday or a Saturday night race to Sunday after, you know, that that's when I think you can say weather impacted race weekend. But if 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 everyone's packing up and heading home at the scheduled uh, day, 
uh, that's that's a win in my book. And, and I agree. I agree. The only time, like, because generally I think most fans travel by vehicle, but a few would fly to a race. But I'm hoping fans, because of the the, the, the aspect of NASCAR, don't schedule like a, a flight like really close to the end of a race. You know, right? Um, because you know you know you're playing because. There could be a there could be a crash that causes a, a huge red flag. Yep. There could be damage to the wall or the yep. safety thing. So you know, there's there's always that, and I always try to I always tell I always tell fans if you're going to make plans and you can, even if you cancel, I mean, usually canceling it well ahead of time if you know the weather's nice. Yep. Always maybe book that extra day. Get that buffer, absolutely. And then cancel if you don't need to. Then that way you don't have to pay for it. So. Yep. Excellent, sir. Well, appreciate you. And uh, everyone, make sure you follow Brian on Twitter at NASCAR underscore WXMAN for any updates this week, along with Aaron Studwell at Race Weather. And, uh, sir, we'll catch you in a couple weeks. Yeah, and look, I never even brought up the fact that you almost lost to IU. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> All so, right, man. No well, mention that you were tied at halftime. Anyway. Um... <laughs> we'll catch you later. All right, Lab Traffic Nation, great to talk to Brian, and you know what time it is. It is time for this week's Lucky Dog and Lap Down Picks. You guys know the drill. Tweet your picks. I'll read them on the show. Tag you guys on social media. Um, my Lucky Dog, I've, I've got two of them, and that is me forgetting to meet The Undertaker and what may or may not be announced here in just a minute with regards to Lap Traffic Fantasy. Uh, my lap down, oh man, it's, it's, it's gotta be the car. I, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say right now. I mean, we all know what's going on. Uh, you know, we, we know there's some things that need to be fixed. Um, if there's any light at the end of the tunnel, it's that there's six, only six or no, only four races to go. And listen, we've had some positive things this year with the car and it can be built upon and i think that that will happen in the off season there's no doubt about that there will be some changes and adjustments made and uh you know we'll we'll see what comes from from that all right uh scott at 1985 wagner lucky dog chase briscoe for making it to the next round lucky dog assist to colt custer for the break check <laughs> i love it lap down nascar and nbc as typical further into the playoffs the less you can find info on how the rest of the field is doing and they talk about sponsors uh brandon at brandon k carl lucky dog us christopher uh christopher bell he freaking stole that one at the end there my lap down who gives a shit i was at the track today my first time going to charlotte i drank way too much and had a damn good time hell yeah brandon i love it that's awesome uh chris at usmc underscore nascar fire lucky dog c bell lap down all but the last five laps or so of this race yeah i mean I get that. I I got to watch it on fast forward on the DVR, so it didn't seem that bad to me, but I get it. Uh, Colin at Colin underscore with underscore cars. Lucky dog to Christopher Bell for having a great game seven moment. That's a great analogy there. I love it. Lap down to the defending champ, not making it into the round of eight. Feels like a disappointment for Larson. Absolutely. Uh, David at David C. James. Lucky dog. Another great role of a weekend at Charlotte. Lap down to my son. Peeing every 20 minutes. Always fun with Aiden, though. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Uh, Jason at J.A. Stone 29. Well, I thought hard about it. Lucky dog goes to the 14 for having a teammate. Right place, right time. Absolutely. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Lap down belongs to NASCAR for doing everything in their power to stop the 14 for winning. Yep. 
Bias AF. <laughs> hey, at least you're honest. I appreciate the honesty. Jess at Iowa NASCAR fan. Lucky dog, the 20 team for uh, putting on and getting fresh tires. A lap down Larson for overdriving it and taking himself out of the playoffs. Matt at Camper News. Nat, lucky dog. Seabell able to clinch his way to the round of eight with the win in what was kind of like a true minute drill. Yes, I love the football analogy. Lap down Kyle Larson not able to make it to the round of eight. Uh, Matthew at CH9SE fan. Lucky dog goes to Nelly. Man gave the coat off his back and a big hug. Respect a lot. I did see that. That's pretty sweet. Mick at Goducks5 underscore Mick. A lucky dog has to be Seabell. Needed a walk off and got it. A lap down, Larson got himself eliminated from uh, from Drivers' Championship. Can still get the owners. Not the same. Yeah, I feel you. Not the same. Uh, WF Professor at Ryan underscore Hammond 3. Lucky dog. Uh, Team orders in NASCAR, the 41, blocking into the backstretch. Chicane to get the 14 in a great spot to advance. Lap down. First three hours of a boring race. Oh, feel you. Okay. All right. That is going to do it for this week's Lucky Dog and Lap Down Picks. Uh, let's see here. I think we all know what's left. All right, Lap Traffic Nation, time to close this fun-filled follower-listener show out with some Lap Traffic Fantasy. We are down to eight. Who made it? We'll get to that in just a second. Just a reminder, get your picks in by 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Use hashtag LTFantasy. We're getting ready to crown some winners here in just a couple of weeks. But joining me on the line it's been a minute since we've had someone on for the fantasy segment uh and he's no stranger to the fantasy segment it is david james what's up man how are you hey brandon how are you doing today happy las vegas race weekend to you yes thank you same to you yes we are headed to sin city um well we'll we'll give a couple spoilers uh you and mom are are in the uh elite eight man uh so it's pretty good odds someone might walk away with it (laughs) We were texting each other this morning when the standings came out. She's pretty excited. So congratulations to her. And it's a good final eight going into the home stretch. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. We'll get to that here in just a second. First off, uh, I'm glad this uh, worked out that we were able to get you on because you were on my list of people to have on the show uh, between now and episode 300 is, is uh, fan appreciation, if you will. So, man, thank you for uh, being along for the ride with Fantasy, the podcast, and uh, appreciate the support and all that, man. It's been a great year. Thank you for all you do. And uh, coincidentally, I was tied for third with the top points this week, so it worked out well. Excellent. I love it. Yes, sir. Beautiful thing. Beautiful thing. Uh, what would you think of the Roval this weekend? Uh, we had a great time. Um, That's right. Saturday, you were there. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, we are Charlotte people. We live in uh, Harrisburg, which is uh, real close to the track. And um, I went on Saturday with some friends. And then on Sunday, my son and I, Aiden, like to head out to the Charlotte track whenever they are in town. So he is my main man at the track. Um, he loves it. He can sit there all day long and watch the cars go around. He does struggle from time to time about going to the bathroom. It is coincidentally the same time where we get snow cones and chicken nuggets and all the other snacks. So. Uh, we had a great time. It was a lot of fun and uh, loved the Charlotte Roval. It was pretty calm till about five to go. And then the circus came to town and uh, it got pretty exciting. So a new winner in the playoffs this year. And we are moving on with those eight drivers. Yes, sir. You got it. Uh, how old is your son? 
He is five years old. He'll tell you he's five and a half. Um, he's got his headphones on. He listens to the broadcast. He's got his favorite driver, which is uh, the 22 driver, Joey Logano, as well. Um, and we just root for him, and we uh, just have a good time together. Um, I love that he loves it, and it's just a really good time for me as a father. That's awesome. I saw the picture uh, that you had posted, and I was out of town this weekend, went to, to Philly for uh, for a couple wrestling things, and uh, – it was my first time away from from my kid. He will be eight months old this week. And the whole time I'm away, all I'm thinking is, man, I can't wait to take him to a race. And I can't wait to take him to a wrestling thing and start doing some father son shit like that. And I am I'm pumped. And I don't want to I don't want to fast forward this time too much. But at the same time, I can't wait for him and I to be able to go out and and do things like that. So that that's awesome. You guys were able to, to, to have that that moment together. Yeah, he does a great job. He just started kindergarten. He listens really well. We've been to Darlington twice. Uh, we've gone to Charlotte multiple times for truck races and things. And um, he's going to have more races on his schedule before anybody else here pretty soon because that's what he likes to do. And when the season draws to a conclu- conclusion, then it's Bengals time. So that's what we like to do together. Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's run down the standings here real quick. Uh, from a from a points perspective, after three races, uh, Kristen Hogman made her way back up to first with 302. Uh, David, man, you finished in second, uh, as well as Josh Rolfe with 297. Henry Fletcher in fourth with 287. Steven in fifth with 275. Uh, your mom in sixth with 267. And drum roll, please. Yes, believe it or not, the professor has made it to the round of eight, barely, uh, in seventh with 266. Michael, uh, blind spot pod in eighth, wrapping out our our top eight there. Uh, Brett Morris, Kevin Hahn, Robert Riggs, and Justin Hughes uh, just missing it out there. And those are our four that are eliminated. Uh, after our bonus point reset, uh, Kristen is starting the round of eight with 34. Henry Fletcher and you, sir, are starting with 23 apiece. Uh, your mom's got 15. Josh has 14. I've got 12. And Mike and Steve both have 11. So, you know, not too many points separate, uh, let's call it third through eight. So we'll, uh, we'll see what happens here for the final four. Yeah, I think Kristen Haglund's got access to my computer because every week she has the same fix as me. She does a wonderful job and she just kind of keeps legging it out a little bit. And I talk to mom there on Saturdays usually and, and we're pretty close, but Kristen's got us covered right now. She she's well, so here you know, all you gotta do is make it to, to, to Phoenix and then it's 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 all it's an even playing field. But uh yeah, that's uh she she's just had a leg up on everybody this year. Uh and, and for me, you know, I I I had to go pretty hard because I did not, you know, last year I got eliminated after the after finally making it into my own playoffs uh i got eliminated in the first round and so i went hard to to make sure i could advance and now it's some slim pickings for these last five races for me so we'll uh we'll see if we can't make a miracle happen here and uh definitely 
looking forward to have the final four on the last week of the show or the last week of the season as well so uh good times there uh what do you say sir you ready to make some picks i am all right we are headed to sin city where it has been somewhat of a chevy and toyota show over the last couple of trips there uh chevy had four out of five in the top five in the spring race toyota had three out of four in the playoff race last year uh ford however has not won since joey logano back in february of 2020 in las vegas uh and like i said now is where it gets interesting who do you have left for these last four races what's your strategy if you are in the round of eight in lap traffic fantasy we will find out this weekend but first it is time for our picks sir i'll start with you who do you have for the xfinity series for the xfinity series i'm going to go a little safer in the first round of the uh, eight remaining um i'm just going to take ty gibbs this week and save a few for the remainder of our time together but ty gibbs will be my xfinity pick uh, this week i'm with you and so it's funny last week right everybody but one took aj allmendinger uh i've got a feeling that ty gibbs is going to be a popular pick for people to save like i've got noah gregson twice he's won at las vegas i was really contemplating taking him uh but uh like you i am i am gonna go with the 54 of ty gibbs um all right sunday Cup, who do you have to uh, maybe get Lady Luck on their side? Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head when you said it's slim pickings. Um, so I'm going to save a few for that final round there. Um, but I'm going to go with the Chevy driver. And I'm going to go with the Chevy driver that has led laps in the last three. He's also had three straight top tens, and I think he is the best out of all of them right now. I'm going to go with William Byron this weekend at Las Vegas. William Byron that picture uh i am going to go forward uh and i was torn between logano uh but i am going to go with our winless driver in the top eight and i'm going to see if ryan blaney can't get me some points this i think he can i think he can too i hope he will uh all righty man well listen great to talk to you and uh who knows maybe we'll be talking to you again here in a couple weeks with the uh final four sir Sounds great. Talk to you then. Awesome, man. Thanks for the support. Appreciate it. Thanks for being a part. Counting down here to 300, man. You got it. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, Lap Traffic Nation. That is going to do it for episode 294. Make sure you check out the website, thelaptrafficpodcast.com, Twitter, at Lap Traffic PC. Huge, huge thank you to everybody that was on the show today. Mike Henry, Jason Majewski, Janice, uh, Brian Newdorf, and David James. What a packed show. Can't wait to see what we put together for next week. Don't get caught chasing the lucky dog. Tune in each and every week to the Live Traffic Podcast. See ya!